When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Lewis Art for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and Forged Irish Stout. Joined today with O'Hara Davis. Good to catch up with you, mate. Good to be seeing you after America in a your nice flat. I appreciate the invite. Um, how are you, mate? How are things? Things are good. Um, listen, I'm okay. Um, didn't go how I expected it to go in America. A bit disappointed, but um, listen, I'm not going to kill myself. Um, I'm not going to kill myself, I've just got to think about what went wrong, think about what I've learned from it, um, I've enjoyed the experience and um, just got to make sure that I perform a lot better next time. Well I suppose you know, we'll, we'll jump straight into it, um, obviously you know, didn't get your way against Ishmael Barroso in America, um, as you reflect on it now about a week out, I'm sure the emotions are still very very raw. Um, how do you how do you sort of look look back on the on the fight now? The emotions. I'm not. Um, how do I look back on the fight? It was a, well. The fact it was a short fight. It was a very short fight. It was only about a minute long, a minute and a half long. Um, how do I look back in it? I look back on certain mistakes that I've made, and I think I made. It wasn't anything major, it was all small little mistakes that now I've learned from. It's all experience, it was my first time going over there, it was my coach's first time going over there. So there were certain things that we should have known, but we didn't. That now, I've still got another few fights there, so next time when I'm there, there's certain things that, that, like that now we know we can change for next time. Um, yeah, so this is all, you know, the fact that I should have won, I should have won quite easily. You know, if the fight was over here in England, you know, I would have been 100% me. But being out there, there's certain things you've got to change. You can't treat America the same way as you treat England. It's a different country, different climate, um, different time zone, different everything. And this is what I didn't prepare for. This is what I didn't prepare for. And we're talking about the emotions there, I suppose we'll, we'll touch on it. And, and with it really being a fight that, you know, um, you should have won, you know, after everything, you had a lot of support and everyone was backing you. Um, does it sort of feel a little bit harder for you knowing that you sort of, you didn't get the job done and it was sort of, um, I don't know if you have like, like, I don't know what the feelings are, whether it's guilt or anything like that, but it's sort of a hard one for you. Where it was, where, where in your eyes you looked at it and, and in your team's eyes looked at it, you know, you weren't, you were really the favourite going into this one. I was the favourite, I was six to one favourite, so it was, you know, but mate, people... People backing me, people don't really back me, people don't really back me in this sport, people don't really back anyone, people back you when they feel like you're going to win, they put a picture up of them and you and, well look, I'm River Harvey, he's about to win, it's not really about me, it's more about them, they want to show the world, look, I'm with this person that's about to win a, a big fight, a world title, this is who I associate with. It's never about me, it's about them. Because then as soon as things don't really go, as soon as we get beat, 
oh, this guy's a bum, delete the picture, and then they turn into trolls. Just look at AJ. People post pictures with AJ, he's champion, blah, blah, I've met AJ, I love AJ. As soon as he didn't win, AJ's a bum. He'll get knocked out by this person, delete the pictures of their social media, and it was never about their support for AJ. It was about them showing the world that they are associated with guys like AJ, so that they, you know, so that they can impress their ladies or yeah. their friends. So you know, even though I had support before the fight, I was getting, I was getting many tweets and people saying I support her. I never take that. I, I, I never, I never see it as real support because. I've been around many times, I've been cheered into fights, I've been booed into fights and the same people that are my f fans now, they were saying two years ago, they saying that I'm a cunt so I know, you know, I know what it is, so I never felt any support anyway I never felt any support and this is how, it's, this is how, this is how it's always going to be um, so I don't think I let anyone down, the only people I let down are my real supporters which is me, my family my coaches, the people that real, the people that, the people that, the, the people that love me for me. Everyone else, I don't really think about. I don't really think about that. I was, I was going to say because you know, you've had, especially in your career, you know, you've had time where you've been down before, and you know, you've been down and out, and this and that. So do you feel like when you do have hard times, like you know, the aftermath of this fight, um, you you have sort of a mature mind now. You know, sort of the people around you, you know the real people are around you. And you you know you can see you can really see the fate because it can be like that as you were saying. You know, before the fight, everyone wants to be your friend. Now after it, they don't really want to know know about you. You know, as harsh as it does sound. Yeah, listen, but this is life. This is this is just life. It's not only in boxing. This is in other parts of life. So this is how. This is what I've always said. Don't let defeat get to your heart. Don't let your victory get to your head because, you know. <laughs> things change like things change like that and once you get if you have too much emotion and you feel it too much you end up being a bit depressed uh, if if i felt this emotion too much right now i'd be depressed i'd be in tears i'd be in bits i'd be in pieces i'm happy as you can see i'm smiling i won't lie it was hard for me to handle for the first few days you know the first few days it's all i spoke about it's all i thought about but i had to go through the um grieving process you know i've done social media a lot people telling me come on social media stop exposing yourself and how you feel and i'm like mate this is how i grieve i'm i would rather go out there put my heart out for the whole world to see i'm disappointed i'm hurt it's all i spoke about for the first few days i'm like I'm going to grieve because if I don't grieve publicly, I'm going to do it privately and be depressed. And I'm not, I ain't going to sit down and be depressed. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to let it all out. I'm going to let it all out, let the whole world know. If they want to laugh at me, they can laugh at me. I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. And now I'm over it now. What day is it today? Today is Friday. It took me six days. I'm over it now. I'm still a bit disappointed. I still, I still think about it, it sometimes, but then I've also got to think about the positives. I've also, I've, I've been trying to take away. I'm trying to think about the, about the positives, and that makes it easier for me to, to deal with this, because the same way that this is a fight that I should have won. The same, this is a fight that I should have won easily. The Miguel Vasquez fight is a fight that I should have lost. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you were at that fight. No, I wasn't at that fight. No, no, no. When I fought him in, um, when I fought him in your call, and then I got this, and then, and and then I got the win. Yeah. The referee raised up my hand. I said I won. I went to him. I raised up his hand. I was like, mate, I didn't win this fight. I raised up his hand because I knew that this is a fight that I didn't win, and yeah. I didn't want to wait until I get backstage and say it in private. This is a fight that I should have, you know, 
I should have lost. I said it in the ring. I, before I got out of the ring, I said, I lost this fight, mate. Yeah. And I got a gift. I got, I got, you know what I mean? I got a gift there. And, and so he got hard done by. This is a fight that I should have, I should have lost. And now this is a fight that I should have won. Yeah. And I lost. So, yeah. you know, just life, life, life always evens itself out. The same, the same way, the same way, Ismail Broso should have won the fight when he fought against Roley. Yeah. And, this is a fight that he should have lost and he, and he won. So life evens out, you know. So I've just been trying to look at the positives and overall, and just look at like, I, I look at my life as a whole. Boxing's changed my life a lot. Boxing's changed my life a lot. You know, if you know, before boxing, I was a criminal. I was on the streets. I was on the roads. I was a drug dealer. I was getting arrested. I was in crime court at 15, 16 years old for crimes that I could have gone to jail for years for. I could still be in jail now. So, I'm not in prison. Mm -hmm. um, I own properties, I'm a professional athlete, I'm living my dream life. So, I've got to try and look at the positives and um, not let my failures in the ring get to my heart. We, we will get into, into sort of various stuff that you mentioned there, um, especially when it comes to sort of, sort of life before boxing and that. Um, but, I suppose this isn't the first time that you have, have suffered a defeat. And how does these? How does you feel like this Barroso one compares to the Taylor and the Catterall fights? Oh, damn, I haven't really thought about this before. But the Taylor fight was the hardest to deal with yeah. because the Taylor fight was the hardest one to deal with just because that was a real grudge match. Yeah, that was a real. I mean, that was a real grudge match, and um, that was the first time I got beat amateur or as a pro. As an amateur, I was unbeaten. Um, and when I fought Taylor, I let, you know, I didn't train properly for that fight, anyway. I didn't train properly for that fight. And I thought Taylor was going to be easier. I thought it was going to be an easy fight. I knocked out everyone before him. I said, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to knock him out too. You know, and this, is a, this isn't what happened. You know, he done me, he got me good. And yeah, I wasn't expecting that. And then the next day, I remember when I fought Taylor, I woke up the next day, I was like, my boxing crew is over. What am I gonna do? Just go get a normal job? Like I actually thought my boxing crew was I actually thought it was done. I thought, you know, I'm never gonna box again. Like, like what's what's happened? And then the Tom Farrell opportunity come, and then I was back in the mix. Um, when I fought Catterall, that's a fact that I believed that I won, yeah. and even till now I still believe that I won the fight. I still watch it sometimes, and I was like, I didn't lose this fight. So with that fight, it was more anger. Yeah. It wasn't disappointment or anything. I was just angry because <laughs> I should have won the fight. Yeah. It wasn't ang angry, not at Jack, but at the system, the people that was involved with it, and the people that gave him that win. They gave it 118 to 110. When I when I should have won the fight, and yet you gave him 10 rounds of the fight, I was I was just fucking angry. Yeah. With this fight, it was more just like disappointment. Yeah. It's more disappointment. And yeah, it was, just, it was just disappointment because I felt that I should have, I should have, I should have won. But you know, I got caught with a, with a, I got caught with a good shot. But also, other circumstances didn't work in my favour to help me to perform my best. I wasn't my best in that ring. I wasn't my best in the ring. I'm not taking any credit away from him, but he wasn't fighting me at my best. You know, there was things that I should have fixed up on, which is ultimately my fault. It's not anyone else's fault. I'm to blame. Certain things that I should have fixed up on, 
but I didn't know due to my lack of experience and I live in England he lives in the States that's where he lives he's from Venezuela but he's in Miami that's where he lives he's accustomed to it he's fought he's fought in America many times over the past few years and it's my, it was my first time so it's a lesson learned you know for me it's a lesson learned but ultimately I'm just disappointed mm-hmm. Was there anything different from Barroso that you, you may not have had, had that you haven't seen before obviously the first time um sort of I suppose the first time really in your professional career that you, you was sort of down from a really really good shot so was there anything sort of surprised you about Barroso with his power um, and throw out of the fight line no it's people thinking people saying oh he's punching power like I got caught with a fucking good shot clean shot it wasn't even on a chin it was on the side of my head if that was anyone else I would have been out cold but the shot weren't really that hard the shot wasn't that hard he caught me in a fucking the cleanest shot I ever been fucking caught with in my life and I didn't go down I was still I was a bit dazed but I was but I was up then he came afterwards and he threw more shots then I went down this and then I got up I was fine and then this the second time I went down I didn't get hit with not one shot it was all uh, it was all glove shots and then it was a push the last one it was a push and then but, and then I got up again. The referee said, are you ready to go? I was like, yep, let's go, let's go, let's go. I wasn't dazed. I wasn't out on my feet. I wasn't out on my... I wasn't, like, I was fine. I could have gone out again. I believe I could have gone out again. If I went out again, the fact probably... I don't know what would have happened, but I think I deserved to go out again. When you're, uh, when you're having a fight at this level, you can't stop the fight this early. Yeah. Like, let's look at cover level against Yard. Kovalev was out on his feet, he was gone. But yet that referee gave him every opportunity, every single opportunity to continue the fight. If the fight, you know, and if the referee didn't, Aniyad would have won the fight. But Aniyad didn't win the fight because that referee, he gave fucking Kovalev every opportunity to continue. And he recovered. And I could have I recovered. I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have. Yeah. But... There's only one way to find out is if the referee allows it to go on some more. And, you know, I wasn't dazed. I wasn't out on my feet. But, you know, it's okay because life evens up because in his last fight, he was fine and he got stopped. So it's his karma, the same way that he got taken away from him, the same way it's been given to him. And I'm happy for him because even though it's at my detriment, I'm happy for him because life done him wrong. And now... Life's done him right. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand, I understand. And, and, and on yourself, um, your first time fighting in America um, and the whole experience, especially with Will as well, I think Will's first time as well, sort of training someone in America. Um, that whole experience, did you find some of it, parts of it? Because I think you know your video that I'll, I'll link in the 20 minute video that you've done. Did you, you talk about the media, sort of obligation, everything you, you had to do? Was some of it a little bit overwhelming at times for you? Like, was you haven't really experienced that sort of it on that level before? Oh, yeah. Um, like, see the media stuff, it was mad. Um, this is what I probably shouldn't have done. You know, I was doing a lot of media stuff, you know, a lot of. Um, if I'd done the appearance at a hockey game, mate, it's the best experience I've ever had in my life. That hockey game was mad. Golden Boys treated me so good, they took me to a hockey game and, you know, they put me on the screen. Well, it, it was all in promotion for fight night, yeah. but it was all two days before the fight. Yeah. And I'd done it. Yeah. Which really and truly, I wouldn't have done, but this fight was meant to be quite an easy fight. Yeah. 
It's meant to be an easy. It meant to be an easy fight, so I could have, I could have afforded to go out and do some media stuff here and there. Um, so, but the press conference and this everything, it was just amazing. It was like ten times better than it's ever been in England. And you know, no disrespect to anyone, but I've been signed to Frank Warren, I've been signed to Matt Trim, I fought on so many different shows, but Golden Boy take it to a complete different level. A complete different, a complete different level, and um, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and you mentioned in there about um, sort of the Vasquez fight, and you raising Vasquez's hand, and um, understanding that you know you didn't think you won that fight. Is the accountability, the, like the taking accountability, has it always been an important thing for you? You know, even with the, the Barroso fight, where things didn't go your way uh, in the lead up to the fight, um, you you can look back on it and think, you know, on the night I, I, I weren't I weren't good enough, and, and you can accept. You feel like, yeah, you can take account accountability and accept that. Of course, you know, I can take accountability. I've always got to be honest with myself, and you know, I'm a fighter, but I'm not a liar. There's many. There's like. It's got like there's a few fighters out there that will fight, that will get a gift win, and they'll be like, "Yes, I won the fight." Like Ishmael Broso against Roly. Like it, if that was me, I would have said, "You know what? <laughs> this fight got stopped a bit early. I was down on points. I probably should have lost the fight." But a lot of fighters they like to lie. But with me, I'm just not. A, I'm just can't lie. I'm, I'm not a liar. If I think, you know, if I lost the fight, I say I lost the fight. In that Vasquez fight, I went backstage. I'm like, I lost this fight. Everyone's like, shh, 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 shh. I'm like, nah, mate. I got beat in this fight, mate. This guy whooped my fucking ass, man. But you know, it's just I, I take a kind of I take accountability. And um, if it's a fight where I, I wasn't my best, I'm gonna be honest and I say I wasn't my best. It wasn't me. There was also there was some other underlying issues going on. Like when I fought Taylor, I had no excuses. I said for this fight I didn't train properly, which I didn't train properly, but I went in there and I still believed I'm going to get him out of there. Yeah. And I didn't, I got my ass whooped. Yeah. You know, so I never make excuses, but over the weekend, I haven't made any excuses. I lost a fight because I got caught with a very good shot. I overreached, but at the same time, this wasn't me at my best. Yeah. And all I can do is, you know, say that I will be at my best next time. Yeah. And that's when we'll see the real Ohara Davis. Well, I suppose you talked about not being at your best, and I suppose it's it's right now. I mentioned something that you did you did bring up. Um, you talked about in the your hotel about sort of the uh, the oxygen that was getting pumped in. It made it hard for you to sleep. Um, sort of further further elaborate on that because obviously it was a two minute clip that came out from Benson, and, and people had their things to say and that uh, and. <laughs> So what Michael Benson done, yeah, is that he went on my YouTube page. I've got a whole 20-minute clip. This guy went online and he took out two minutes of it and put the two minutes of it online on social media and made it seem like O'Hara Davis says that he got beat because of the oxygen. Yeah. I never said that in yeah, a video. Course, yeah. In a video, I said I got beat because I got caught with a fucking good shot. Yeah. And the reason, and and then the time I spoke about the oxygen, about the oxygen, it was it was in response. To the other people asking me why I looked so fucked because yeah. everyone's saying to me, you know what, you, like you got in the ring and your face looked a bit puffy, your eyes looked a bit puffy, and you just didn't look you. And this is why. So me explaining about the Stephen situation, it was in response yeah. to those 
guys that would you know because I had people asking me for days like what happened I could see it just wasn't you from the ring entrance and this was it was in response to those yeah, to them um, the sleeping situation was um, we couldn't sleep in a hotel listen at first Everyone was meant to book an Airbnb. All of us was meant to book an Air was meant to book an Airbnb first because Golden Boy was only going to pay from the fight week from the Monday until the fight. So our plan was to get there early to avoid the jet lag and then get an Airbnb booked until the Monday on fight week. But then Golden Boy was like, "No, it's fine. It's fine. We're gonna book. Uh, I'll get your hotel booked a bit earlier." So so we said thank you. So in this hotel, we've got a casino downstairs, um, and I know many people because I've been I've been seeing a few comments of people saying, "Ah, oh, it's all conspiracy." Listen, it's actually true. I, I know many people that that work in the casinos, many people that live out there in Vegas, many people that are from England that have, that have actually been there for years, and they say, "Listen, everyone knows this that this is what goes on, um, that the ways." That the way that these um like um you know um casinos are made designed is designed to keep you gambling for as long as they can yeah. and the oxygen that they pump in there it's not just that it's the oxygen it's the lighting it's the music it's just the way that the whole environment's made is to keep you up so that you spend all your time gambling this is like come on like it's vegas yeah. It's Sin City. This is that. This is how things are. This isn't a conspiracy, and this is what I should have known because I was there for about ten days. So what I should have done after the fourth day, when you know I'm thinking I can't sleep, I should have taken it upon myself to say, you know what, guys, I can't sleep. I'm going to book an Airbnb. But I stayed in a hotel. So then this is also my fault. I can't blame the hotel. I wasn't blaming the hotel. I didn't blame anyone for the fact that I lost. I'm blaming me, yeah. but I, but I was just saying to everyone, this is why I was looking so fucked. Yeah, yeah. This is why I was looking so fucked, and I truly believe that they're pumping more oxygen and blah blah blah. And you know what? It's like it's turned into a meme. People yeah. online and they're making a meme out of me. Other fighters coming online saying he's talking shit. Like you know what? People in boxing, a lot of boxing fans are just you know trolls. A lot of boxers themselves are trolls. Yeah. So they like so then even though they know that there's some truth behind what I'm saying, they like they want something to laugh at. They want something and someone to laugh at. So, you know, they laughed at me because they found something that I said that they can laugh at and they just want to make a joke at me. But I know what's what and and that's not the reason that I lost. The reason that that I lost is because I got caught with a fucking good shot. But the reason why I look so fucked in the ring yeah. It was because I didn't get no sleep. On fight, um, on fight night, I was up at half two in the morning. Yeah. I went bed about fucking twelve o'clock. I was up at half two. I couldn't sleep. Went downstairs, got some food. I went upstairs, tried to sleep again. I'm just laying in bed, but I couldn't get knocked out. I couldn't knock out. I think I'm I'm in bed for another four hours. I'm just thinking I can't knock out. Went downstairs, got some more food, come back upstairs. I couldn't knock out until it was time to go into the boxing arena to fight I slept for two and a half hours so when I got backstage I was so fucking tired I was so fucking tired I was so tired so I sent my older brother to go shop and get some power aids and then um, Gemma that was backstage with us she had some sweets so I had some sweets so I had some power aid and um, I was on the pads but I was so tired because I made weight a day before I wasn't recovered fully because I didn't 
because I didn't get a good rest. I said to myself backstage, obviously I didn't tell my coach because our game plan was to take the fight six rounds then I started to unload because at his age, at 40 years old, he ain't got the legs to load, like to go four, I mean six rounds, eight rounds, ten rounds. So the game plan was to take him the distance then I started to open up. But I knew to my, I knew in myself backstage, I'm, I feel tired. I don't know if I've got six rounds in me. I said, I'm gonna, I said to myself, I didn't tell anyone, I said to myself, I need to go in there, I need to put it on him early from the first round. Either I'm going to get caught or he's going to get caught. And then there was a, and then th I remember there was a point in the first round where I nearly got him. I feel the right hand. I nearly got him because he made a slight mistake, but I just about missed. I said to myself, "Keep him going. I'm, I'm going to catch him eventually. Once he makes that same mistake again, I'm going to catch him eventually, and he'll be done." But then Andrew and I made a mistake, and he's the one that caught me. But it was bad to happen. Either he was going to go or I was going to go, and it's just unfortunate that that's what I had to do because I'm fighting against. A hard puncher, um, but that's the game plan that I had to. That, that's the game plan that I had to make for myself because I wasn't going to go six rounds. I was fucked. Yeah. I was fucked. I was fucked, and um, so it wasn't making any excuses as to why I got beat. You know, Michael Benson put some shit online that any caption that made it seem like this is why I got beat because of oxygen, and then all the fans are saying. Yeah, you know, Ohara got beat by oxygen. You know, it's like they're making a meme out of me. Yeah, of course, but yeah. this is what boxing fans are trolls. I, I remember seeing it myself and I start laughing. You know, I don't see these things and get hurt. I look at it myself and I start laughing at myself because it's quite funny. Yeah. Boxing fans are quite funny. And I just don't let it, I don't take these things to heart. I really don't. I really don't take it to heart. But what I said got taken out of context. Yeah. And this is what happened. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, just to sort of just so we do clear it up, you know, you saying there, um, whilst that two minute clip got taken out of context, you weren't blaming, you know, as you said there, you weren't blaming the defeat uh, on the on the whole thing. So it must have been a frustrating thing. Because at the same time, I could have caught him. Yeah, exactly. And knocked him out. I could have caught him and knocked him out. It's just that he caught me first. That was it. That was it, but I fight it was going to end early in the first three rounds. I, I was going to catch him, or he was going to catch me. I was just on the receiving end. But if I caught him and I knocked him out, I would have said the same thing that I'm saying now, just because I'm just an honest guy. Yeah, course, and yeah. I've got videos on my YouTube page. I've got many videos on my YouTube page after my other fights. It's not only after this fight. Yeah, yeah. I've had fights. I've had fights that I've actually won. That I've still got online, and I've made a few videos about certain mistakes I got made. Blah blah blah. It's just what I do, it's just for my fouls and to educate other fighters that are up and coming because then a lot of these people, they're like me, they will learn on, like, they will learn on, they will learn on a job mm -hmm. whereas if they've got someone like me that comes online that talks about certain mistakes then they can learn from it, yeah. just like me. I like to speak about investing because I've got a few flats as you know I like to, I like to come online, I like to speak about it. It's not in a boasting way it's to educate other fighters that are also up and coming so that they don't make the same mistakes that I've made yeah. because the time I fought Taylor I got paid for the fight and what did I do? I went out to the States I spent 10k in 10 days on this bird that I'm not even with no more all that money is just fucking gone wasted and I say this so that other people that are young they can see and they can think fucking hell how I done that mm -hmm. that's that's what a stupid mean? mistake but now I've got property now, so then this is okay, so then if my boxing career was to end early, if I was to 
if I have to get injured or if I have to not fight for another six months, six to eight months, I've got I've got I've got something there to keep me going, and this is to educate other fighters up and coming so that they don't make the same mistakes. Because man, I can tell you now, ten fighters that buy that have got homes, properties, and they don't say anything. I've got many friends that box and. I know these guys all buy houses, they buy houses, flats, they do much more better than what I do, but they don't come online and say anything. They keep their life hush hush, private, private. But I'm just like, if you do that, then the other fighters that are up and coming are not going to learn. Yeah. I'm like, it's not just about us, we need to think about the other fighters up and coming because they're coming from the same place that we come from. Yeah. So it's up to us to educate them. But a lot of fighters, they don't do it. I would, I feel like naming them now, but I won't name them. Yeah. Because just because I don't want a phone call, well, why are you telling my business for? <laughs> but mate, you've got so many people that invest into, into property. Yeah. So many fighters, they just keep hush-hush. But we need to educate the up-and-coming fighters. Absolutely, and you know, we will get onto that. But one thing <coughs> I did want to touch about is you talked about you know, trolls and boxing fans are trolls. Um, and you know, for someone like yourself, or you know, you do split opinions, and uh, throughout your career, you've been like that. Um, obviously, after this defeat, people have you know decided to take on social media um, and sort of you know kick you whilst you're down in a sense. Um, one of them, one of them, you know, someone you've had a, a back and forth with, Tony Bellew, he decided to take a more respectful approach. Um, but obviously, Anthony Fowler was was sort of the person I'm alluding to who had a, who had a lot of things to say. Um, disappointing to sort of see those comments from Anthony. With Tony Bellew, yeah. Well, He's had every every reason now to kick me while I'm down because I won't lie, the past I've said some things about him I'm provoked. Especially the past few weeks. You know, people ask me about him and I just go on and on and on and on and on. And this is this is his time to get me while I'm down. He can say whatever he wants to say and I can't say anything. He can say whatever he wants to say. So when he come online and he said, oh, I'm being tagged in tweets, but I'm not going to... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't really understand this yeah. this guy. Because if it was me, I won't lie, if it was, if it was, if it was me and, he's, and he said this shit about me, I'm provoked. And now, I've got, and now he's just gone out and been stopped in round one against a 40-year-old and the fact that he was 6-1 to favourite. I'm going to milk that shit. I'm going to milk that shit. And Tony Bailey is a better man than me. Uh, just you know, he is a better man than me because um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that if it was me. And you know, I said to myself, I can never let a bad, I can never let a bad word about this man come out of my mouth again because I mean that he's he's up there. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah. yeah, he's up there. Someone like Anthony Fowler, though. I don't really listen. Anthony Fowler, I don't. I don't hate Andy Fowler. I've had nothing against Andy Fowler. I don't understand why he, why he came online and he's you know taking a piss out of me because I don't know him. The guy's not even a boxer no more. Yeah. The guy's retired. He didn't achieve anything in boxing. I've achieved far more in boxing already than what than what than what he's did. But you know sometimes people just get they get quite bitter because Andy Fowler is a former Olympian, GB boxer. GB boxer and 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 if has been touted to as an amateur, it's like he it's like he was touted to and like to one day turn pro, achieve great things, become a world champion, and achieve his lifelong goals. And he didn't achieve anything in boxing. He was a pretty shit boxer. He didn't get anywhere in boxing. Did he? I don't think he even got a British title. 
He didn't even. He, he didn't even get to. I think. I don't even think he. I don't even think he got an English title. He's got to English title level, which he didn't win anything. And sometimes it can make you quite bitter in your heart because you're seeing others that was in the same gym as you achieving more than what you did, and it makes you in your heart quite bitter. You're thinking this should be me because I see him going online at um, at Sunny Edwards. I, I see them. I see them going back and forth, and Sunny's achieved a lot more in boxing than what Andy Fowler did. And Andy Fowler's attacking everyone that was in the same circle as him that's achieved more than what he's achieved and it's not a good way to be because in CBD Andy Fowler's made millions and he's worth millions he's worth more than I'm worth Sonny's worth probably so many fighters Andy Fowler's worth much more than what we're worth and he's much more successful than us so don't be bitter just because your boxing career didn't go far because you're doing good in life mm-hmm. your like, CBD oil is taking you to the fucking moon you're doing so good like, why are you so bitter and I'm, I just saw it and I'm thinking I didn't even respond to him because I've done, I, I don't really care about him like, he's not a boxer we haven't gone like, I've never gone back and forth with him like, I've, not, I'm not, I've never gone I've, like, I've got I, I don't know what to say because yeah. I don't know the guy that well I've trained with him a few times at Sheffield a few years ago. Yeah, we had a back and forth a few years ago, you know, when he turned pro. And that was about it. Since then, it's been nothing. I don't, I don't know the guy. If anyone had the right to attack me, Tony Bellew did. Yeah. Because Tony Bellew's the one that I've been going at. For no reason. Not for no reason, I had a reason, but yeah, course, this yeah. is his time to get me. Yeah. And Tony Bellew just said, mate, I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to say. Yeah. Shane McGuigan come online and he said a few things about me and I could understand that because I've gone because I've said things about him because yeah. I don't like the cunt yeah. so I've said things about him I'm provoked so now that I've got beat he says things about me I deserve it yeah. but with Andy Fowler I don't know the guy that well mm-hmm. Davis Jr. could have said things about me because I've gone at him yeah. but and he's a boxer and if I like you're not a boxer like you sell CBD yeah. like that's your profession like it's like, it's like you're a CBD oil salesman yeah. you're like you're on the floor with this and you're successful enjoy your success come on man just stop that like, he's got a chip in his shoulder because he's so bitter it doesn't make him look good yeah. it makes him look just like a bitter human being that's making all this money but you're not happy in yourself he's not happy in himself yeah. Well, I suppose, you know, we'll, we'll move on now. And, and naturally, after a fight like this, and it, it, is, it is soon, um, and it is sort of, um, you know, not even a week after the fight, but I suppose, you know, naturally have to look at what's next for yourself. Um, I did see you obviously respond to, to Regis Progray as well, which was another one. Um, after the fight like this, you know, what, what is next for you? What is next for you? And, and what do you want next? A fight? I want to be active. I want to be active because you look at my boxing career, the past few years I haven't been active. I've been fighting once a year for like the past three or four years. I've been so, so inactive. So, you know, I get managed by Lee Eaton. I said to Lee, Lee, I need to be active now. I need to be out again soon. Obviously, if I won this fight, it would have set up some big opportunities for me and I missed out on a massive opportunity because of this loss. But it's okay. Life, you know, Life still goes on, my boxing career still goes on. Uh, I said to Lee, Lee's like, yeah, well, you know, we'll get you in a build-up fight. I was like, Lee, you don't need a build-up fight. Yeah. If I'm not, if I can't compete at world level, I'm done. So let me go out there and see if I can compete at world level. Yeah. And this is what I truly want to do. Put me up there against the best. Because I know last weekend it wasn't me. Yeah. And I know if I am me 
I can compete on more level. If I can't compete on more level, I'll stop wasting everyone's time. If I can't compete on more level, I'll stop wasting everyone's time and I'll be gone. So let me see. Get me out there. Put me up against the best. Golden Boy, they got many fighters at 140. Put me up against the best they got. And let's fucking go. But I want to fight again soon because, mate. I didn't even fucking sweat in there. It was fucking ninety seconds. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like it's mad. It's mad. Let me be me. Put me up against the best, and let's go. But I want to fight again early May, if possible. Well, you, you're saying there about you want the world level fights, but obviously, you know, 140 domestically is, is a stacked division. Would you, would you? I know they're coming up, and you're obviously you you just fought off uh, fought off world level. But would you entertain fights with guys like Dalton Smith and Adam, Adam Azim, like two hot domestic? Uh, 40 pound products. Fucking hell, Tottenham Smith's a good fighter, Adam Azim's a good fighter. They're both nice and fast, sharp fighters. <sighs> would I, is it, would I, um, listen, I'm a, as a, as a fighter, I'm a fighter, they're fighters. A fight that, there's, like, there's no fight that I'll say no to. There's no fight that they'll say no to. If the fight got offered to me and the money was good, and the fight got offered to them and the money was good, of course we'll both say yeah. With Adam Azim, I've known Adam Azim from when he was a kid, young, at Tunde Gym. Um, and I've always got, I've got a certain respect for Adam Azim, and he's got a certain respect for me, same way. Which is why I've never said anything about him, and he's never said anything about me online, just because we've known each other from young. And this is how I feel right now. Would I fight Adam Azim? Because of my respect for him, this isn't a fight, this isn't a fight that is on my, that is on my, that is on my mind right now. Just, just, just because I've known him from you know from when he was a kid, yeah. and I've got a certain respect for him and his family. Um, this isn't a fight that I've really thought about. My mind is more right now, right now, is more on. Ramirez just signed the top. Ramirez, the Regis, Progres, um, people on that level. Mm -hmm. If I if I was to, and if I couldn't compete at that level. Then would I still box? I don't know. Yeah, Being realistic, if I can't compete at that level, would I still box? I don't know. But when you're talking about Adam Azim, Dalton Smith's a fucking good fighter as well. I watched. Who did he fight in his last fight? He fought Sam Maxwell, didn't he? Sam Maxwell, yeah. yeah. He fought a good fight against Sam Maxwell. These are people that I respect, and these people are on my level. I'm not talking like they're on the level below me. Yeah, cool. But when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about what level I'm on as in what titles I'm fighting for. I just fought for the Inchon Modes mm -hmm. title. Yeah. Adam Azim just thought he's got the he's Europe. got a European title. So um talent wise, Adam Azim is on the level that I'm on. Yeah. Talent wise, Dalton Smith is on the level that I'm on. But when we're talking about um when we're talking about what about the belts that I'm currently fighting for and what belts that they that and what belts that they're fighting for right now, it, it's a different it's it's a different level. But talent wise, they're on my level. Adam Azim is fucking faster than me. Adam Azim can do some stuff that I can't do. So I'm not talking about I'm not I'm not talking like I'm on a higher level than them, but I'm talking about when we're talking about what belts I'm fighting for, it's not it's not what level that they're on as of yet. So um you know, if they if if they was if if I was to get offered to fight, you know, one of these at let's say a world level for a world title, then maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. yeah. And and that's you know fair enough. Um, and I 
suppose what you was mentioning there about the properties and everything you've invested in, whilst you didn't, it didn't go your way on Saturday night. And I don't know, how, you know, you, I don't know how much you look back and stuff. And but from where you've come from, you know, the the, the boy from Hackney, and you know, all, you're you're growing up, and now um, to fight in America, fight on Golden Boy shows, fight for world titles. How proud do you look back on yourself to, to see the position that you're in now? I'm not proud, you know, because. I didn't win the fight, even though like a lot of people. Are, See the journey, though the journey. Yeah, a lot of people they're trying to like a lot of people like they're giving me some good words and they're archering me yesterday, and he texted me this morning just giving me encouraging words. Look at where you come from, my older brothers. Look at where you come from. You, you know you wasn't meant to achieve anything, and it's so fucking true. Yeah. I wasn't meant to achieve anything, but right now I'm still disappointed. Yeah, I'm still disappointed. I'm still so disappointed. I don't know. Right now. I should, I, should, I should be proud of myself but right now I'm just not proud of myself right now because I didn't win over the weekend and that feeling I had at the airport I never want to have that feeling again in my life never want to have that feeling again in my life the feeling was the worst feeling man it was the worst the worst the worst feeling worse than it was when I fought Taylor when I fought Taylor yeah I felt some way but that last fight at the airport man it was the worst fucking feeling man yeah. fucking hell man fucking hell it was mad it was mad. It was mad. But and I suppose the thing for you is that and I, and you know, before we close this off, you know, I, I really appreciate you doing this. And I think it's it's easy for someone like you. You, know, you could have said no to me. You could have said, you know, I don't want to do anything now. But that's an important thing that you know, you sort of set the record straight. And you, you know, you're not going to shy away from this. And, and and that's the type of person that you are. I'm not going to shy away from it. I remember after the fight, I went to the hotel, and you know what many people were saying. Just just go to your room and chill. I, was, I stay downstairs. I see Rowley downstairs. I went up to him. I see everyone downstairs. I went up to him like, yeah, I've got beat. And fucking what? I'm not happy. I've got beat. I've been calling you out. I've got beat, but I'll be back. This is this is the way to do it. Before, if I lost, I would have fucking gone to my room and shut the door and hide from the world. But so you end up, so you end up being a bit depressed. Now I'm fucking 31 years older. I'm not gonna shy away from anything. I went in there. I tried. I wasn't 100%, but I tried, and I come up short. I'm not. I'm not going to shy away from anyone. I'm not going to go on. I'm not going to. People telling me come off your social media. I'm like, why? If I won the fight, you won't be saying to come off. Like, to come off my social media. It's because the world wants to laugh at me now and they want to troll me. I don't care. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to hide away from anyone because this is how you end up a bit depressed, and many fighters end up a bit depressed and sad and. It changes them as a person. Once they get beat, it changes them as a person because you're changing your lifestyle. You're hiding away from the world. Not me, mate. Mm -hmm. I'm a fucking talk. I'm a be out everywhere. I'm a be at events. I ain't gonna hide from no one. I'm gonna talk. If you wanna laugh at me, that's good. You know what? Even I'll drain you. Even I'll laugh at me too. Oh, you got beat by oxygen. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> you can, mate. I can laugh at me too. But I ain't gonna hide away from the world. Absolutely. Oh, Hara, I just want to say thank you for taking time to speak to me. I really, really appreciate catching up with you, and it's, I appreciate you sort of letting me into uh, speak to you in your flat and everything like that. Um, and you know, I suppose from from, from me, so I know you said you know you're not proud of yourself, but I did tweet earlier. Um, you know, from where you come from, from Hackney to now, you should be proud of yourself. So I appreciate you taking time to speak to me, mate. Thank you, thank so, you man. man. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.
we need to think of a new advert for freebets.com. Get your best betting offers from freebets.com. Yeah, that'll do. The following deals are now live. Sports Social Podcast Network.